When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right, guys, it is the end of an era. I started this podcast, I think, about a month before The Force Awakens came out. And here we are talking about the last film uh, in that trilogy, which is The Rise of Skywalker. Dave, I know you've been uh, a little little tough on this new sequel, but uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's nine movies into the Skywalker saga, and I think I made my feelings clear, and I don't know that they're necessarily changed, which was getting into this new trilogy. Again, I thought that the story had had completed uh, Return of the Jedi, and there wasn't necessarily a reason to pick it back up from this time period. However, this... These are the movies that we have. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's great to, to see this whole thing kind of come to completion. I mean, nine movies. I, mean, I don't can't yeah. think of another. Are this, is there another nine movie saga out there that at least not as, I, certainly not as big as this. But right. Yeah. There's another. I mean, I, the only thing that comes to mind is like a James Bond, you know, but those aren't like connected or anything. Those are just, right. you know, a bunch of movies, maybe Star Trek. Uh, does, does that count? Do you think? Yeah, I guess Star Trek yeah. would come. Yeah, would count. But uh, but but it is still different because it's the Star Wars universe, which we presume to be massive. And we think of these nine movies as telling a complete story. And out there are nine other movies telling another story and another nine movies telling, you know, a yeah. totally different story. At least that's how I imagine it. Right. Yeah. You know, or six or whatever. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to hear what, uh, first of all, you say about uh, how you think this all wrapped up. But also we have a couple of guests on the show today. It's not just you and I no. talking about this. First, we have... Uh, uh, again, uh, are we do. Are we just calling him Lucasfilm expert now? Is that the thing? Uh, we got my brother Matt here yeah. again. Welcome, <laughs> welcome. Matt. Hey, what's up? Yo, yo, yo! Absolute yo. Star Wars nerd aficionado. Nerd is the right word. <laughs> but we have beyond that, we have a very special guest. A uh, I don't know how many appearances. This might be third or fourth appearance. Something like on that. This yep. show in uh, Disney Plus talk is actor and friend of the show, Mr. Dan Franco. Dan, thanks for coming on, buddy. Hey, thanks for having me back. So for those who may not know you, Dan, who haven't uh, listened to all the episodes and your appearances here, talk a little bit about you and what you do. Uh, Well, um, I'm a movie fan, obviously, and a huge Star Wars fan, and um, I'm an actor, so I've done uh, a few things that, you know, some folks might have seen me in. Um, uh, Been on Veep, been on uh, The Wire, um, I've done a a couple independent films, uh, The Night Watchmen, The Recursion Theorem, so... Excellent. A couple things out there you can catch me in. And uh, most of that stuff, uh, almost all of it, I think, is on Amazon Prime, is it not? Um, I think it might be, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I know, I know. Uh, yeah, I think some of the HBO stuff is on Amazon Prime now. Yep, and the Recursion Theorem, certainly. And uh, is the Night, what, what's the Night Watchman, what's the what's going on with that? Night Watchman's on um, a lot of streaming platforms. I think we're on Hulu. Um, we were just part of their Huluween 
um, Ooh, listing. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Like um, on words. I think they're on uh, <laughs> yeah. some video on demand. I think Comcast video on or Xfinity. I never know what to call it anymore. Um, and and a couple of the other cable providers uh, that that were on there on on demand streaming as well. Excellent. Now, Dan, I want to let's uh, talk a little bit about your love of Star Wars. Kind of how you before we you know get into the details of this movie, how you've seen the saga, and uh, you're. I, I know you are really excited to see this movie and to talk about it. So talk about Star Wars and how much you love it. Yeah. Well, I you know I I always joke that that's that's the reason I'm an actor. I I saw. Um, a new hope or it was just star wars then in 77 in a drive-in theater in you know the middle of maryland somewhere and uh um i said that's what i want to do and and you know i meant i want to be a jedi but you know, <laughs> <It> turned- <laughs> figured it out a little later <laughs> yeah. just still still chasing it down yeah <laughs> it could still be possible i, I mean- think every kid has tried to move something across the table with the force <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. yeah it's it's hey, yeah, you know i'm kid- really good at it when i go into the grocery store <laughs> yeah you know, just a little hand swipe <laughs> right <laughs> exactly yeah it's it's quite easy to to pretend you're a jedi then it's always the the music's always playing as you're walking in the doors right <laughs> um but 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 yeah, I mean that's uh yeah as as Matt said yeah that's something every 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 Star Wars fan has dreamed about and again it's it was a long time ago in a galaxy far far away so we we don't know these events didn't happen you know this this could be, be yeah history you know yeah exactly so even though they're you know way uh, it's a long time ago but they're way technology uh, technologically advanced than us but you know it's all right um, but uh, so Matt I mean how excited were you uh, getting into this uh, this this movie I know you have been a fan of the sequel trilogy so far yeah I've, I've been a fan of it I was uh, super excited about this one because I felt that there was a lot the last Jedi left for us to wonder about so as soon as I heard JJ Abrams was back I figured he could continue what he had started and then either include stuff from the last Jedi or kind of ignore it and either way I was super excited yeah yeah I mean uh, yeah I think everyone has their nitpicks with with last Jedi I mean people have nitpicks with force awakens I think that you could find nitpicks in any Star Wars movie but <laughs> yeah, we talked about yeah even return of the Jedi right. that first 45 minutes hanging out in Tatooine the Jabba's palace it's like what in God's name is this movie <laughs> until they move off of it and actually get to the story right yeah you know? so that there are criticisms here and there yeah exactly but um well I want to ask you though Ben before yeah. you talked about how uh this was this show sort of started as maybe a comic book news sort of thing, but it was also you lo- you've always loved Star Wars. So what's it, what's your true love? I mean, is it Star Wars? Is it the comic book stuff? Is it? Oh, I mean, it's a hundred percent Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars. Uh, I would take a Star Wars new Star Wars movie any day over a new Marvel movie or you know anything like that. Um, I just. I don't know. When Force Awakens came out, it was just like I, I never thought I would have that day again where I'm going to see a new premiere. You know, I'm going to a, a new Star Wars premiere. And now, you know, uh, <laughs> and it's funny because I saw this meme that said like one guy said, I'm going to see the last Star Wars movie ever in 1983. And then one, <laughs> 2005. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm seeing the last Star Wars movie ever. And now yeah. in 2019. Oh, my God. I'm seeing the last Star Wars movie ever. <laughs> so, I mean, we never know, you know, when we're going to actually see these again. Dan, I don't know if we've gotten your thoughts on uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, but if we haven't, uh, if I don't know, maybe just don't remember, what, what, were your, what were your thoughts on both of those films? So for me, The, the Force Awakens is, and I, and I responded to you on Twitter to your, you know, you were asking for the, the ranking of, uh, of all the movies so far. Yeah. 
Um, Force Awakens is in my number one spot right now. I I love the characters that they introduced, and I feel like the dialogue has come from a better place um, in these newer <laughs> movies. So I yeah. I just feel more more. I mean, I I love Luke, Leia, Han, Lando, Chewie, all of that, and and you know. But I felt more invested from a story standpoint right away into these new characters. Um, so I, I just thought they were really, really well done. And uh, um, Last Jedi is somewhere in the middle of the pack for me. Um, you know, still above uh, Jedi, but below New Hope and, and uh, Empire. So are you saying um, Force Awakens is your favorite? It's probably your number one Star Wars movie? It was. Okay. Oh, oh, spoiler, oh, spoiler oh, wow. Okay, yeah. and, and it's hard. It's hard for me to to, to say, you know, yeah. because it, I still need to kind of digest this one. I'm probably right. gonna see it a couple yeah. more times, you know, in the theater before it moves on. And uh, um, but right now I'm feeling like it might be my favorite of the of the saga. Yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll get we'll get into that obviously in a little bit. I know Matt has thoughts on that as well, so <laughs> as he just smiles and nods at me. <laughs> oh yeah, this is an audio yeah, thing, isn't is, it? This is audio, but it's all right. Well, I just say just just without getting the details, I appreciate that perspective because it's very different than mine in the sense where I I don't like change and I don't like new things. So I, I can I, I can respect someone that <laughs> right. that sees that new thing to a degree and be like, yeah, this this works for me, you know, to thinking. So I, I I'd like to hear a little bit more of that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, exactly. Instead of being, you know, stubborn, oh, no, we don't need any more movies. <laughs> That's just how I am. I can't help it. <laughs> oh bad. Um I mean so. I mean as of my listing the other day, you know, it was Force Awakens first and then New Hope and Empire two three. So it, yeah, I right, still yeah. love those that first trilogy. Yeah, you're sure. not going um, Phantom Menace number two or anything like that. <laughs> and, 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 <laughs> Did you see? I, I kind of I ranked J.J. Uh, uh, Abrams' Star Trek as as better than uh, um, Clone Wars in, in terms of a Star Wars movie because it was still a Star Wars movie. And uh, and basically yeah. every other movie that even remotely mentioned Star Wars <laughs> is still above the Clone Wars. <laughs> and, are you are you a Star Trek guy, Dan? Um. Not, I mean, I, I was, I always, I watched the, the Next Generation. I watched the reruns when they were on, but I never really, you know, was a Trekkie or anything like that. Yeah, but, yeah, um, gotcha. But I like the new, the new series with the Chris Pine and 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 I respect the way they kind of honored the original timeline and branched off from it, and so it was still a continuation of of this, you know. So they didn't just reboot it. It, it was just a, a new time variant yeah i thought that was kind of the best way to do it and i know the start i'm i like start i'm sort of like where you are where i like it i'm not insanely into it but yeah so and but i happen to actually really like yeah what the the 2009 movie and the latest iterations but of this it. is a star wars show i know but, but i just curious <laughs> right, right, right. No, i uh, no i i well i was about to say uh that uh i i think i've said it many times on the show i still am yet to see any star trek material terrible i have never seen really? the new ones are good but i still hate star trek what you, you hate it just on principle well, that's the yes. classic that's a classic riff yes. right star trek <laughs> star trek people are real nerds and star wars people are cool yes. <laughs> yeah yeah we're the crumble. cool there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so let's let's jump into this puppy i mean let's you know let's i i don't see why to hold it off any further yeah, right dave let's get into the real the big thing yeah i mean this is the one that's 
it's Palpatine, right? I right. Mean, yeah. He's back. He's alive. I don't know what to say here. It doesn't make any goddamn sense, but he's here, so we gotta watch it. Uh, well, <laughs> is basically how I feel. Yeah, and it's it's in the very interesting opening crawl. The dead speak, I think, is the first uh, first sentence of the crawl. And uh, <laughs> someone tweeted uh, the crawl basically mentions that uh, Palpatine has started a podcast. Um, I thought that was quite funny because <laughs> <laughs> <Nice. laughs> yeah, they say there's like broadcast signals and everything. So yeah, I mean right away, I mean. We're, we're just we're kind of i don't know just we're just supposed to accept it which i'm fine with uh uh so let's get into the palpatine stuff would you what, matt what what were your thoughts on palpatine first of all right away so fast in the in the movie yeah i i was surprised that it was basically instantly because you see kylo ren fighting and finding this which is dumb to me why are they a wayfinder to me that was a holocron yeah holocron but just like the everyone knows they're holocrons and, and even yeah. if you don't you're going to learn right then and there what it is, but they call it a wayfinder for, I think, to dumb it down, if you ask me. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Yeah. But anyway, but so yeah. you find out about Palpatine right away, and I liked it. It got it right out of the way and threw us right into the story. So I thought it was good to do it then and not right at the end and barely know anything. I think that's where I'm at, too. I think if he didn't show up right away, I would have been kind of not invested in the story yet. I think I would have been like, all right, when's Palpatine well, showing that's up? Like, you well, know? that's like Last Jedi. It took us forever to see Luke and Ray. We had to have that whole phone call. You know, oh, I can't hear you. Are you there? <laughs> the whole oh, thing right. with Hux and stuff. We had yeah. to go through all that before we got to Luke and Ray. Like yeah. the movie ended. That's what we should have started with. But anyway, yeah. Well, I think they needed a transition uh, for last. Not to you know jump in defense there, but I think you know they needed a transition. But yeah, that scene with Poe and and Hux making jokes and Marvel comedy. You know, but we're talking about Rise of Skywalker. Damn, what were your thoughts on uh, seeing Palpatine right away? Well, it what was interesting to me was like so, it, and there was that like back to tube that had multiple Snoke bodies in it. It it looked yeah. like I agree. That right? was yeah, that, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So so was that so basically he was just using Snoke as like an avatar um, right. out in the world for for himself, and and so I think it the. The physics behind surviving a nuclear explosion <laughs> aside, which if he's that that powerful of a Sith, then maybe that's why there's still a remnant of the Death Star because he held the piece that he was together in, you know, tight and let it fall down into the into the ocean. Right. Um, well, the, but that really kind of yeah. sets him as still, you know, the the central evil yeah. piece in this entire saga. Right. So, so he's he's the evil that we thought had been overcome, and even though there was this new evil that we didn't quite get the backstory on, it was always him. And and so that that I kind of well, it's almost the Palpatine saga as much as it is as the, the Skywalker saga. And thinking about the uh, first two movies of this trilogy, is there's really no well, there's Snoke, but in terms of bad guys. And Kylo, I'm never really afraid of Kylo, and he's never—he never seems to like. You know, he's—he's he's sort of bad. He does bad things, but he—he's not bad actually. You know, so there was no real villain. So I guess they had to figure out a way to get the actual villain, or at least one of the worst villains I've ever seen on film. Thinking of maybe Revenge of the Sith, or I'm sorry, Return of the. Oh, Revenge of the Sith, yeah. He was just downright cackling evil in that film. And they're like, well, yeah, we, that really worked. So let's just yeah, let's resurrect just, him. Let's just, let's just bring it back. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think uh, uh, 
mentioned to you guys before the show i watched uh, revenge of the sith uh before bef- uh, earlier on today and uh i think one the main saving grace for me to make it, uh, it you know because I, I could poke holes in it and everything but the the saving grace for me is him mentioning the line he also mentions in revenge of the sith is the dark side uh you know uh what does he say like, uh, there's it's the pathway to many abilities some might consider to be unnatural that's kind of I think the gist of how he survived. I mean, it's other than that, it's like, well, there's uh, no, there is no, he's here. <laughs> yes. And we're going to use an old quote from a movie. So just move on people. Here it is. It's <laughs> essentially what's happening. <laughs> it's true. But, but I, I, I appreciated that they, that they brought it up right away. And, um, and you know, it's, we didn't have to, to wait very long for, for the reveal or anything. My bigger problem with Palpatine is the string polar thing. Because like when they get, oh, I guess Palpatine's been behind this thing all along, wherever they are on the base. But I think Leia right. says it. it's like, come on, man, we did this from the, you know, that was one of the big problems with the the, the prequel trilogy. Because he's behind the scenes and the audience knows, yeah, it's that guy. We saw him in the other movies. Like someone, please. So you know, I don't like this manipulating <laughs> behind the scenes constantly. Right. Like let's just we, you know, how dumb are we? But. I don't know what he was doing on that. I, I did like that Sith planet and all that yeah, the, creepy, nasty stuff and all those X, guys in the... What, uh, what was it called? Uh, um, oh. Ex- Ex- Exegol? Exegol. Yes, that's it. Yeah. Um, and if uh, if we're at any point uh, being too too hard on this movie for Matt or or uh, Dan, you know, feel free to jump in and defend it. You, know? <laughs> you aren't uh, being hard yet. Okay, good. Well, and, and, and I'm also wondering, so, so he kind of, you know, jumping further on to the end when he's when he's confronting ray and says strike me down and and we'll become one so there was always that theory that darth plagueis that he talks about in revenge of the sith was actually him and you know through the through the years and that's why he you you train a sith apprentice and then maybe he stays young or stays continuing to move through the ages by moving his consciousness into his new apprentice and so or 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 his his offspring or or whoever it might be i totally think palpatine is plagueis from this movie yeah yeah i think so i i think plagueis yeah it, it has to do something with that i think uh well he uh, didn't he even say at one point that all Sith live in him now or something right, or, yeah. and then all the Jedi lived in Ray at the end um but uh we'll we'll, we'll get into that a little later I want to obviously you know kind of go in chronicle chronological order here uh right away we can still we can go right to the end who cares <laughs> all right, all right Dave the whole thing. I mean, no right. Dave we are gonna go through the movie <laughs> no. but like yeah I mean what, so what's happening here what is he is it a Plagueis thing I mean, what something definitely changed in this film. Right. I mean, we went, everyone leveled up. And I guess maybe my, I guess my biggest critique of the film is this felt like a video game. Whereas it felt like we're just breaking rules and everyone is super powerful. So I don't know, you know, what's happening in the next trilogy. Are they going to be flying? Are they going to be pulling down planets? Are they, is there a need for anyone to fly another you know, fly a vessel because we just have these people who can just go destroy things on their own. Like what's happening here? And yeah, I mean, is he, is it every Sith? Are they all, something certainly changed in this film. That's that's certainly, I think that's worth exploring, you know, the the power levels and all the connections between what the force is, what is life, what is death, because death certainly doesn't seem to be nearly as consequential in this film as it did before. I feel like every film that comes out uh, basically kind of 
introduces a new force power i mean obviously last jedi we had a couple of them you know the whole connection through the force with ray and 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 kylo i like how they built upon that in this movie i thought that was good and then they had you know obviously the force projection with luke um you know there's well that's interesting because the criticism of ray is that she's like super obscenely powerful but kylo is just as powerful as her i mean he matches her step for step Right. All on the way. And, and maybe it's it's because, you know, they're really the only two that are still using it. So there's there's a lot more force not being dispersed through all the Jedi and all the Sith and Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean obviously there's still a lot of a lot of things that can be answered and you know, we can we can speculate on for sure. Um what did you guys think of the whole uh how they used Carrie Fisher in this? I was I was really surprised at how well because I think we talked about this um, a little while ago, didn't we? When, we? when we talked about the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, I think we did. Yeah. And I was really surprised at how, if I didn't know they hadn't shot that for this, it, it didn't feel like it was leftover remnants of of stock footage that that they just sort of tried to weave new dialogue in to fit this storyline. It, it felt like it fit. It, it felt like it fit this story. Right. And then obviously with the way they did whatever special effect she was in the scene perfectly, you know, you, you felt like she was really standing right there with them when the things they were all saying, they never really said to her when she was alive. So right, yeah. it, it worked it worked out to where if, if I didn't know any better, I would have had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I, there was that one scene where she hands her the uh, the lightsaber that had been in the the trailer for The Force Awakens. And I remember everyone made a big deal that we never saw Leia hand the, the lightsaber because it was clearly Leia's hands. I, in yeah, the, in the I was trailer. I was thinking that when I when I saw it in the movie, I, I I remembered that, and I wasn't sure if that was the exact shot or not. But yeah, you're right; that was definitely in the trailer. Her, yeah, you see Leia hand hand you know Ray the lightsaber, which is quite interesting. And what was. I thought the lightsaber was destroyed in Last Jedi. Yeah, they never explained anything about that. Okay, <laughs> it was. She, she says something about, "Oh, this is Luke's. You should keep it." To right, Leia, but, right. Um, uh, or was it? I was thinking, was it Luke's lightsaber that they maybe got from the planet he was on? No, his the one he used, the one he might might have had in 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 Last Jedi that we didn't ever ever never saw or right, never yeah. knew he had. <laughs> All we saw was in the force projection. Right. I don't know, but uh, anyway, okay. I was just making sure I wasn't uh, making things up that uh, that that lightsaber was back <laughs> when she bailed out of the burning throne room in on uh, Snoke's ship. She was very careful to collect all three pieces oh. of the shattered thing. We just didn't get to see that. And, okay. the, and the kyber crystal that was just floating yeah. somewhere. <laughs> right. That cool. makes sense. Okay. We we solved it, guys. So you you making this film, you essentially have a choice. My actor is dead, right? So she didn't die in the film, but she died in real life. So the choice is to either bury that character at the beginning of the film or, you know, do something later. Right. And I guess, you know, given all the available footage they had, I think I think this was the right choice. Yeah, and, and and I think they handled it well with how she kind of brought Kylo back and, you know, how she like kind of almost didn't project herself the way Luke did, but she kind of projected her her spirit in a way uh, to Kylo in that moment. Um, I, I thought that was handled very well. I'm sure that was... Um, uh, like you could see someone laying down, but it was all like all shadowy. I'm sure that was actually a stunt 
uh, don't know if you call that a stunt double or yeah, yeah, it was, it was, mean, yeah. it was someone else. Cause I'm Certainly. sure they didn't film anything like that for Carrie Fisher, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought that was handled all, uh, uh, very well. It was a little jarring at first just because I knew it was used footage. So I was, I was kind of trying to pick it apart and stuff. Uh, but you know, I think after, you know, watching it a few more times, I'm sure I won't even, I won't even think about it, uh, anymore, but, um, uh, and it seems like all the way through from from you know because I don't know where what storylines diverted in in Last Jedi when when Ryan Johnson stepped in, but it seems like the plan from the beginning was that Leia was going to be the the force that brought Kylo or Ben back right. to the forefront. Yeah, I think the, the yeah the original plan was to have she was going to have a major part in in Rise of Skywalker, you know, more major than obviously she had in it. Um, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, that would have been interesting if yeah she did she you know didn't pass and was able to do this movie. What what would have happened there? Yeah. Um, so I'd like to talk about the characters a little bit, Dan. You touched on this. I thought the thing that stood out to me was the way all of the actors interacted with another with one another and the way the chemistry with one another. Uh, speaking specifically of you know, Poe, Finn, and Ray. I felt like a real friendship here. And of course you have the droids and that's right. you know great. Yeah. <laughs> and then Chewie. To me, Chewie is maybe the heart of the entire nine movies in some way. Yeah. You know, I his reaction to Leia's death, I there was I'm gonna be honest, it was a tear in my eye. And I, it, it was legit emotion on that. Um, but I thought everyone came together in this film specifically more than the last two. I thought I really felt like they hit a stride. And so I wanted to definitely mention that. I think that was uh, almost one of the first times they were all really together. They'd been together for a split second in Force Awakens near the end. Same with Last Jedi. This one, they were pretty much together for the majority of it. And you could tell that they were friends there was more backstory to it like we didn't get the backstory but you could tell that they've been around each other for yeah. a while now yeah. and you got that old school star wars feel like with luke khan and leia like you you got that uh, after all it is a story about friendship isn't it right yes yes absolutely like, it's, <laughs> it's like, at first i thought you were being sarcastic no i mean I, it's for real yeah but it was more it's more sarcasm maybe looking at the other the, the previous two movies a little bit because right. they, they didn't quite all come together at least in my opinion the way it did in this movie right yeah no, I thought the chemistry with them was great. This is my favorite Poe movie. This is my favorite Finn movie. Yeah. I, I loved these characters. I, I, you know, I didn't hate them in the other two movies, but th this movie, I really loved these two characters. And I have to say, uh, all time, this might be my favorite C three PO movie. Yeah, um, he was. Yeah, I loved everything about him in this movie. <laughs> like, uh, uh, yeah, you didn't want to just punch him in the face in this movie, but you want to do it every other one. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I loved the C three PO. Dan, what did you think of the chemistry and everything with the with the with the characters? So the funny thing you're talking about the chemistry. The funny thing for me was that I had seen um, one Twitter. I think it was Entertainment Weekly, and I actually unfollowed them because they they tweeted it out. Um, I was like, well, why are you tweeting spoilers like that? <laughs> they, they tweeted that uh, Rise of Skywalker features the saga's first uh, same-sex kiss. And, and I'm like – so I, I unfollowed them. I didn't, I didn't want to know anymore you know, and I, I didn't want anything spoiled for the movie because I have been for the last – I haven't watched any of the new commercials. I've, I've been trying to go radio silent on this thing other than The Mandalorian. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, thankfully, so, that was the most inconsequential action of the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> <Is> <laughs> yeah. <that> clear there? <laughs> but knowing that was out there, that little yeah. piece of 
the, it completely colored the way I saw the Finn and Poe mm. relationship. Oh, okay. So you, like, like you were waiting uh, for it. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Is it going to be them? Yeah, because that it, was the rumored, well, not rumored, I don't know what you want to call it, but yeah, people it was on always, Twitter wanting right. it, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the bromance. Because, them. because they clearly have a bromance, and it, it felt like it was almost ratcheting up a little bit more, And but but it that just spoke to the... <laughs> you, there was clearly a love between those those characters. I'm not going to lie, uh, Dan. I think I saw that as well before I saw the movie because I think the thing that uh, or someone tweeted and I saw this movie Thursday night. I saw that too, and then when I saw at the very beginning Poe and Finn sitting together playing chess with Chewie, I was like, "Oh, I think it's going to be them." Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. So I, I, I'm I am with you there. Um, but yeah, it, threw, it was a, it was a red herring. It threw me on a, <laughs> on a different different path there. Exactly. But did, didn't I mean? Did you feel that way, Dan? That it felt like kind of old Star Wars, the chemistry with the with with the three of them. Yeah, I mean the, the three of them, and particularly also. Um, um, I mean, Adam Driver's freaking amazing. Oh yeah, he does definitely. Adam Driver and uh, Daisy Ridley, and then Adam Driver with you know Han Solo. That that scene was oh phenomenal. I, I, I can't. Mean, and those are the things. Those are the reasons why these new movies they have a level of of just performance for me. And and, and um, <laughs> I I I'm struggling for the words I'm looking for but just that there aren't moments like those in the other movies that not to the level that they were they were pulled off right. in a couple of these movies yeah De- no, I agree yeah definitely and yeah I mean to that uh point yeah I mean I cannot believe they kept this under wraps I had no idea Harrison Ford was coming back for this movie yeah uh, I thought that was an awesome surprise and uh I'm so glad um they were smart enough not to make him a force ghost. Um, <laughs> that would have been, yeah. I would have been so pissed at that. Yeah, that would have been how, awful. How can a force ghost come from mumbo jumbo? Yes, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, uh, but yeah, just him being in his memory and just kind of reliving that uh, moment on the, what do you call it? Catwalk <laughs> in, in force awakens, uh, you know, him kind of re- reliving that moment. And Hey, what if I did, you know the right thing in that moment what if i went the other way i thought i thought that was a beautiful moment with sort of, with them too yeah way to get forgiveness you know at least just or not even forgiveness necessarily because you know because han would give that to you he already, i mean he gave it to him as he was dying yeah but he touched was, his face it was a yeah. way of uh maybe forgiving yourself or coming to terms or pe- being at peace with yourself so i definitely appreciated it from that one last thing i want to mention about cast you and I were excited about this edition, which is Richard Grant, and he paid oh, off in spades. In general this. pride. Oh, good. He was so amazing. And, you know, Hux was the worst ever, right? <laughs> and it was so good to see him dispatched. <laughs> Even though he was the spy yeah. that we learn about at the... I mean, we don't learn he's the spy until later. I mean, the but most improbable that's how the movie, spy here. The movie kind of <laughs> opens with them saying, just, hey, just, we got something from the spy. Yeah, But it was just what? Just out of spite? I don't want you to. I don't want you to lose. I want. No, I don't want you to win. I want him to lose. Wow, what a piece of garbage that guy! Did you have something on Solo and Ben? Or ah, you guys said it all. It was great. I was Uh, just going to start going back to when he talked about uh, Hux and he was a spy at the beginning of the movie when uh, Poe and them have to leave because the Tie Fighters are coming to get them. I liked how they did something we've never seen before—just random 
uh, hyper speed or light yeah. speed jumps. What, just they, boom, boom, well, boom. what did they call that? S- s- not slingshotting, but I, they, they, right, there was I a specific remember. term for it in the movie. But that's but, something that we'd never seen before. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And he was like jumping into different planets. One looked like a cloud city, maybe, or I don't know. But uh, I yeah, think that's that was a good cool. metaphor for what the movie was because the movie was essentially endless, nonstop. Yeah, this movie's packed, man. <laughs> this, it's like you're engaged the whole time. I was never bored, uh, which yeah. you know you want with a Star Wars movie. Actually, I don't think I've ever been bored in any Star Wars movie, <laughs> even the prequels. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was yeah not nonstop action. But yeah, I just I loved uh, <laughs> absolutely love C three PO in this for some reason. He's just totally uh totally got to me yeah, he um, even sacrifices himself basically i know yeah yeah and uh you know because i when we first saw that uh moment in the trailer when he's saying you know i'm just you know taking one last look at my friends uh you know you're kind of like well he hasn't really been in these movies like what kind of friendship has he built with them but in this moment you like you you do feel that um and it's even uh interesting that you know uh Mandalorian spoilers out there. Have you seen the latest episode of Mandalorian, Dan? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, because it came out Wednesday and then, you know, the, the movie came out Friday. But uh, Kewl says something about uh, how droids like develop a personality and stuff. And I think they kind of played with that in this movie. Like they, you know, basically say how, you know, because C3PO basically had built this personality uh, as he. Um, he was different as he lived. Yeah, he was somebody else. Right. He's not the annoying guy that we know, right? right. From Thirty yeah. years ago or whatever. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't. It wasn't a huge thing, or it wasn't like a like a big reveal thing. The but there was a crossover from the Mandalorian because if if I'm not mistaken, have we seen Force healing prior to Baby Yoda? Nope. nope. That's why they. First I think that's time, why. Yeah. I think that's part of why it was out on Wednesday was to give us a. To make it not such a big deal when we see Ray do it for the first time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do we want to talk about this? Do you want to dive into this? (laughs) Yes. I I do. I think Dave wants to. (laughs) Okay. I would like to because, again, this is one of the things I was hinting at earlier that maybe they're, I don't want to say you're breaking the rules, but you're, you've definitely rewritten all of the rules. And this, again, felt like a bit of video game to me where, I, you know, I suck, you know, 50 life points from this guy. Then I could transfer my 50 life points to, to him. And then he's <laughs> going to take it back from me. So I don't know how all this works. I just kind of accepted it. But it's definitely it got a little screwy there. And I, I don't know where it ends. I think I think uh, force healing is something that we saw started to see in Force Awakens when uh, Kylo gets shot by Chewie's bowcaster. He keeps punching his side. I think he was trying to heal himself is what what how I always took it. Yeah. So I've always thought that maybe that was a thing even though we never saw it. So I I just thought it kind of made sense in this movie. Uh, I did like that um you know he you know she did it for him when and then when when he came back and and healed her and that was you know he was then able he had made his peace he was then able to go be one with the force. So it wasn't like then she was going to bring him half, you know, find that that balance between the two, and they could both live happily ever after. Right. It's it, it, he. I mean, he killed Han Solo. I don't care 
Yeah, he's they, dead they, to they me. They made peace with it. <laughs> you don't get a happy ending when you kill an Oh, Solo. absolutely. But he made that final selfless act, you know, at the very end, you know, to bring bring her back. I think knowing he was going to die, and I think it's kind of the opposite of what the Sith would do. The Sith are right. doing it selfishly to, you know, and that's what I think Palpatine uh, essentially did was br- bring himself back in a selfish way, and that's why he was eventually destroyed forever. Whereas uh, well, Kylo brought that? him. I, I'm just speculating. Okay. I'm, you know, because at what basis do we know that he's actually dead? Really? Who, uh, uh, Sidious? Or, yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, what? Yeah, what's stopping him from <laughs> I died coming before, back again? I'll yeah. Come back but again. Me, me and my wife were joking around, kind of when uh, you know he brought Ray back, and then it was just like, what are they just going to be like? All right, Ray's going to be like, no, you live, and then she dies, and then no, no, no. you live, no, I, you live, yeah. no, you live. <laughs> I wish Kylo would have lived because then my nine-year-old daughter after the movie wouldn't have said this is the worst movie ever and she's crying because kylo died and she wanted the bad guys to win she's like, <laughs> she's like ray, ray should have been the dark lord of the sith she should have taken over everything and kylo lived and they ruled together you might want to keep an eye we on know, that one at, at one point i i i wasn't sure and i kind of fell for the head fake when she finally went down and he climbed out and i thought is is that the rise of the Skywalker? He's now Ben Solo, son of you know grandson of Skywalker, and, right? And I wasn't sure if he would, you know, at the, in that one moment I thought, oh, that could be a pretty bold choice right there. Well, um, but I, then it was pretty clear that that's how that was going to go. Yeah, I mean, I, I you can make the case that Rise of Skywalker does mean redemption for Kylo, plus obviously you know being able to. You know, Ray's whole story. You know, she didn't come from Skywalker. She she came from Palpatine, but she chose to be a Skywalker. Um, right. So, I mean, I think you can make the case for for both the you know the title meaning meaning both of them. Um, what? Uh, well, there's certainly a debate. Just not sorry, not to jump yeah. too fast, but just there's certainly a debate here going on within the characters about what is my nature, what is my and what is my choice. Sure, that's going on throughout. Yeah. Clearly. And it, but Ray, Ray finding out her genetics essentially doesn't change her her mind. Right. You know, this is who I, I, you know, I found this place. Just finding out that this evil bastard that somehow was back alive was my grandfather. Uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. Right. I'm still who I am. Right. You know? And that's yeah. well, that's the central question: is, is who I am. People telling her, and she's like, "No, I'm not this." And she has to sort of figure out who she is as she right. goes along. Yeah. And that's yeah. I mean, that's essentially the the you know big story point uh, of this movie. Uh, we had uh, uh, you know for the trailers and the Entertainment Weekly stories for this movie, we had a uh, uh, Carrie Russell was was cast in this movie. What do you think of this uh, whole storyline, Matt? Uh, I actually liked it. I didn't know if I would or what she. What's was her in. name? Zara, Zara, Zara something. Zara, Zara Bliss. Yeah, Zara yeah. Bliss. Yeah. So I, I really liked it. I liked her chemistry with Poe and how she brought in a backstory, which kind of contradicts what. Uh, Poe's story was in the Resistance books and stuff like that. Yeah, the comics and stuff. I, right. I heard on another uh, review and stuff how that was one of their complaints. Wait, was, you listen to other shows? Wait I a minute. What? <laughs> I do. Okay. What are you doing? You can't be on our show. This is more exclusive here. Oh, well, you had Ken Napsock, so, I mean, <laughs> he has shows. <laughs> anyways, they were, compla- they were complaining. Oh, what do you, you, you think you're Ken Napsock here? What, no. What, what, <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hear what I have to say about Carrie Russell or not? Yes, oh I man, do. Matt's what, getting mad. Let's get All to right. it. 
So I liked her. I liked her chemistry with Poe. I liked the whole give me a kiss. She says no. And then at the end of the movie when he's like yeah. looks at her like, hey, can I get one now? And she's like, no. I But yeah. I, I, I liked her. She wasn't too important to the movie. She, right. got, yeah. she got him to Babu and then Babu was more important. And oh, that was hilarious. Like, everything great. about Babu yeah. was way better than Carrie Russell. So. Was she good? You yes. See, you see was all she, the Babu versus yeah. Baby Yoda oh, yeah. memes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was she good? Yes. Was she was she needed? No. Uh, baby I mean, Baby Yoda is he wins. He yeah, he wins. I don't but, know, but, but Babu great. talks. So. He does. <laughs> Babu. No. And I love when C three PO says, "I am C three PO," and then he's like, "I am Babu." <laughs> yeah, That's great. Uh, the humor in this is great. I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't it think actually I actually landed. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I cringed at any of the humor in this. No. Um, uh, but how crazy is it? It's, it's once again, just like we talked about on the Mandalorian uh, show, C- Carrie Russell is an Emmy caliber, a fantastic actress. And okay, at least here we got to see her eyes, but she she was in that damn mask the whole time. Yeah, yeah. yeah she was only in it in that one scene where her eyes are shown. <laughs> hey, we've, yeah. we've still seen more of her than we have of Pedro Pascal in, right. in Mandalorian. <laughs> right. And when we do see him, he's just going to be a Gungan anyways. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> That's right, according to Bill Burr. So. Well, what's so great about the Carrie Russell character is, hey, you know, these guys, they go back to this planet, and she happens to have this captain medallion, and she just willingly gives it up so that they, they we can right. move oh, the story yeah. along yeah. for us. Thank you so much. That was, yeah. was kind of cheesy. <laughs> That was kind of cheesy. And she doesn't even want to come along. Hey, you just uh, take it. I'll just, stay here. <laughs> this planet's going to get destroyed because we have another planet destroyer again with no, the uh, Imperial yeah. fleet. But they brought that up in Last Jedi, yeah, which yeah. I liked. When they were going to blow up the crate doors, he says, oh, it's old uh, old Death Star tech. So at least it's something that they took from last, true. They took that from Last Jedi, and it, I thought it yeah. It worked, even though it's the same old there, thing of blown up planet. There were certainly things that uh, you could tell JJ was saying, like, oh, don't pay attention to this about Last Jedi. But the things he did keep, I appreciated. Like, again, the the Ray and uh, Kylo connection. Also, they even mentioned, I don't know if you noticed this, Dave, they mentioned about the holdover movie. Yeah, do we want to? Yeah. Well, this is one of my biggest gripes. And the they kind of. They made fun of it, right? They made fun of it. They're like, it's a one in a million. They, you know, there's still. I don't think there's really a great explanation of why you can't do it again, but they basically said this was a stupid idea. It was a latch yeah. ditch, ditch effort, you know. Right, but again, you can still strap a hyperdrive to an asteroid and just shoot it out, shoot a million of them at a capital ship and get it still doesn't satisfy me. <laughs> yeah, but, are you a rocket physicist? No, but I'm just saying you, you got a hyperdrive. You don't need to just shoot, just go light speed and just poke a million holes into a thing and it'll blow up. But anyways, but this movie went out of its way to say that was a terrible idea because it opens up a gigantic can of worms about how we do space battles and that was just stupid one in a million. Please, let's just kill it and bury it. Right. I, at that it point, I It was in I desperation. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm okay now. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I'm glad you're okay with it. Dan, did you have any thoughts on the whole moon? Or, any of, or do you think I'm insane? <laughs> it's visually amazing, uh, tactically less. Yes, I think okay. I, visually amazing. Oh, and yeah. audio. The audio yeah. part was even. It's, it's one of the coolest moments in cinema. Right, beautiful, yeah. but terrible idea. <laughs> terrible idea. They even mention it. So. Yes. I just gotta say, ro- ro- rocket scientists aren't very smart because my football coach is a, was a rocket scientist, Matt Pat- Matt Patricia, and we're three and eleven. So uh, okay. <laughs> just go on there. <laughs> you kind of look like Matt Patricia right I now without the beard, with, with your backwards hat. Yeah. <laughs> you got the pencil in your. I uh, know. I'm fat enough. <laughs> no, you should have a pencil. Yeah. yeah, you got the big headphones on and stuff. You got, you, I'm. I'm 
I'm a winner. <laughs> well, like a bunch of losing teams around here because I know uh, Dan's a Redskins fan, right? I'm a Dolphins fan, so it's just mis- misery all around this year. <laughs> yeah, but uh, my AFC team's the Ravens, so. Oh, that's right, because you live in the yeah, yeah, you, you live perfectly in the center there. So. Yeah, <laughs> lucky. I got an AFC team. I've got. I can, I can take the. Yeah, I can't take any of the teams because Detroit hates everyone. So, <laughs> I'm on the Sith team. Okay. <laughs> where were we? Well, let's, let's get back. Let's get back to to uh, Star Wars. Dallas, the flow here. Right? Most of these people don't know sports. Let's do Star Wars. Come on. Um, what well, was uh, about Dallas? Oh, you can't. What'd you, what'd you yeah. uh, Dan? What'd you think of Lando's uh, reveal? His, you know, one when he first shows up. What'd you think of that? It, it was what you know. As as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I have I have to, I'm, you know. That's the that's the thing I always hate about this is that I I would like to go see it again before I have to talk about it. I, right, and I'm. I'm scratching my head trying to think how he he was reintroduced. Right. I I didn't love how long it took him to get to the battle. Like, and he's like, "Oh, hey, it's great. We're all here. Yeah, our entire fleet just died, dick." <laughs> I told you everyone would show up, dude. Yeah. The party's over, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. The, the the um, what's that guy's name? Died. The fat guy died. Oh yeah, Wexley. Yeah, Wexley. Snap, snap Wexley. Yeah, what yep. the heck, he dies man. before he even shows up. And dude from Lord of the Rings and and Lost, he shows up out of nowhere. Yeah, he was such a pointless character. There was nothing. He yeah. had no role. He was as pointless as Matt Smith. Yeah, really. The, it just shows that the trick to uh, to to film longevity is to be a friend of J.J. Abrams. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah, oh, the guy uh, who plays lost. Snap West. Because Greg Grunberg is in everything he does. Yeah. So yeah, I guess uh, I got to make some phone calls and uh, buy <laughs> buy, buy him a couple beers. See what happens. I'm working on it. <laughs> there was a bit of a Lord of the Rings tie-in here with the uh, Sith dagger, the runes. This felt like the Mordor black speech that thou, thou shalt not be uttered. <laughs> we we uh we don't we don't need the nerd talk here, Dave. Uh, no. I love Lord of the Rings. We should do a show. <laughs> this, yeah, well, this guy won't watch the movie, but uh, but do you guys feel the same way? I mean, yeah. what we can't read the thing because you know my programming is not. So that I thought that. And, not complaining about the story. Well, it but, was right. a, but it, it was, was the the Republic. C three PO says the Republic set, made a yeah, yeah. made a rule so all droids cannot read this language anymore. Yeah, which which is cool. I thought it was a nice. Yeah, touch. yeah, it felt like Lord of the Rings with the black speech. Yeah. You know, it was like Gandalf was afraid to utter those words. Essentially, that's the, sort of yeah. idea. The only thing uh, that I didn't like. Uh, I'm not in the whole movie, but about that uh, was the knife, the dagger. It seems like it's like an ancient relic, yeah. but at the same time, it showed exactly where the night the holocron was right. just by placing the knife over the exact spot. You of mean like what jagged... if she was standing somewhere else <laughs> on a thirty-year-old have... wreckage? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that like that dagger has okay, to be but... ancient, right? Well, no. Why does it have to be ancient? Because the Sith have but the guy okay been gone well, for but oh, the guy boy. that's looking to kill the guy that's looking to find Ray and kill her is been commissioned by the. By Palpatine, that's right. said in the movie. Right. So that dagger Palpatine had made for him and already knew about the wreckage that this thing was on. So everything was already this thing was made after all that happened. He's gonna after here, I'm gonna born. make a clue for this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It doesn't have to be smart, it's Star Wars. I wanna kill her, but let me make a clue just in case someone finds this and is smart no, enough. No, it's 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 to get it was to get the we'll call him a bounty hunter. I don't remember his name. It was to get him back to this planet in the outer rim that nobody or outer regions that nobody well, knows about. Well, like Dave said, what if she was standing at the wrong spot? It was in the script. <laughs> there we go. Dan can tell us about scripts. Come on. 
It's the uh, it's the, the the Ian McKellen thing from Extras because there are lines. And I say <laughs> I'm not a wizard. <laughs> Two quick questions: the Wayfinders, um, aka Holocrons. Holocrons. Right, I don't right. know why they changed it. How do they? Uh, I, I I think I maybe missed this exactly. Um, uh, Kylo had one, right, and then. He found it on that planet in the opening scene. Right. Okay. And then why was the other one in the Death Star wreckage? I think Sith uh, Sidious must have had it. It's just yeah, wild. he had it and when the Death Star exploded. It, he didn't grab it before, when you know when he was thrown down the shaft. And they they oh, so they didn't think to check there first. <laughs> well, why would they think? <laughs> no, I don't know. Just examine the wreckage. If hey, there's this thing that takes us to. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. No, I don't yeah, know. Why, yes, 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 yes. Why? Why wouldn't it be in the throne room? <laughs> right. Yes, <laughs> it makes perfect well, sense. Well, they may not know that there's a th- that it exists possible. But, but and also they make it a little more plausible that his body survived that uh, huge explosion. I mean, there's full full uh, stormtrooper helmets just laying around. So right. you know, it's <laughs> they make it more plausible. But he blew up and blew this blue cloud. <laughs> No. Before before the Death Star I, imploded. What I was thinking, though, was that his body that uh, got thrown, though, because I was thinking like he made he made Snoke. Right. So, right. He could have. Yeah. He could have been on this planet the whole time. Right. And these bodies were just right. Yeah. He could have just have been. You know, there's probably a bunch right. of Sidious bodies floating in a vat. Yeah. We need to pause that scene there. Who knows what we see there? Yeah, I'm sure there's way more Easter eggs. Let's record it when we go see it in person. No, that's wow. That's let's bad. just let's just record Definitely a felony. Yeah, that's, on yeah, this podcast. Advertise it. Yeah. <laughs> I rather than like a body on like a crane boom floating around, I would have liked something more like a a spirit talking, showing yeah. up, a force, something haunting Kylo maybe everywhere he goes, rather than doing this thing on this planet necessarily. That's sort of what. That was my immediate thought. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm no, the, often wrong. The thing I that I've always said, I called it from Force Awakens, when Han Solo touches Kylo's face as he's just got stabbed by him, he still touches his face. I said, that's going to haunt Kylo the rest of this trilogy. And it for sure did. That, and that's call. why, you know, uh, essentially he has that memory of uh, his dad uh, in the ba- middle of this film, really. Dan, you've been hearing us nerding out on these logistics and all these technicalities. What are your thoughts on all this stuff? Is it are we stupid? Do you, does any of this stuff bother you? What are, what are your thoughts on this stuff? Yeah, with, with, with Palpatine, I I just think that what what was interesting to me was that after all of that, after going through going to Endor, surfing the you know the the perfect storm um, ocean, you know like Tony uh, <laughs> yeah. and and Wahlberg there, yep. she's just end up. She ended up jacking his uh, his Tie Fighter and taking his holocron. Uh, you, so you're saying you you have, that's you have a gripe about that or it, it just it, that that whole that whole I mean other than it was very getting convenient. him to where she, <laughs> she was right because he knew that's where she would be going. It, it it was kind of a you know wasted trip. Cool 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 visual, but um, right you know one of those like we're gonna go do this over here. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what uh, one thing that threw me off was the actual reveal that uh, she was um, Palpatine's granddaughter. Uh, I, for some reason, where it was placed uh, in the movie, like when he mentioned it, uh, I don't I, think this is really a great way to to say this. 
I mean, uh, right. I, I mean, yeah. why? Uh, yeah, I guess. Do I have to be his grandchild? I mean, what's the point? I mean, right. Can yeah. I, can't, I mean, she would have been okay just being a nobody to me. Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah. she didn't have to be somebody. Um, but uh, I, see, I felt like she did because it it was just, just, you know, when Snoke said, you know, you rose in the force, so your equal had to rise. I, it just didn't feel with all the the mystery behind her in in the Force Awakens that she was a nobody. It, it, she didn't start out as a nobody, and then Ryan Johnson kind of threw that curveball. And but it it just didn't feel true because there was so much kind of swirling around her in that first movie. You could tell that there was something that somebody knew about why she was on that ship, why she was left behind. On, on not that shit, that planet. This brings up an interesting question to just going to pose this to everybody, and anyone could jump in when I finish talking. <laughs> what, <laughs> wow, wait, way to set that up. What is the? What do we make of force powers and abilities? It seems to be heavily genetic and passed down, but at the same time, the movies and in the promotional materials around the movie and the people who cheerlead these movies want to make it seem like it's very egalitarian. But I don't think that's actually true within the context of the films. I mean, we haven't had a true nobody rise up and do anything. I mean, a lot of this seems to be bound by blood. I uh, I I always appre I, I didn't appreciate it at first, it, it, uh, the ending of of Last Jedi. But I do appreciate it now. Um, this this thought of basically you you don't have to you you can come from nothing and still do great things like like Ray did which you know we thought she was no one and you know Broom Kid is essentially no one he's living in slums but could he, be Palpatines that's, that's <laughs> true yeah who knows if it's been retcon but I, I like the message of hey you know there's always going to be hope out there there's always going to be uh you know uh someone that the force will call and and you know bring bring to the bring to the battle just depends on what side of the coin they fall on he happened to have that uh rebellion ring right. so he's always gonna have you know uh that in his mind so I, I liked that theme uh ryan johnson brought up uh but at the same time jj abrams started force awakens by basically setting all this stuff up that yes ray is somebody yes you know this is this oh i i get both sides of it like i i i you know i i understand both on there what do you think matt um i'm thinking it's very genetic i don't think yeah. it's i don't think it's as random as uh they tried to make us think in the last jedi because even in the mandalorian we've got baby yoda who's a force user and we've know of what three of this species and they're all force users with, right uh yoda and uh Watto or whatever her name is. It's Watto. not Watto. It's Watto is Wilba, uh, Waddle, Whittle, <laughs> whatever her name is. is Yaddle. 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 Yeah. That's there it. You go. See, I would I would get a, uh she was in, she was in the first Phantom, Phantom Menace Man. movie on the Jedi Council. But anyways, that just proves to me that it's very species related and you know, passed down. So Yeah. Yeah, I, certain I just, species. That's just how I've always taken it since I started watching Star Wars when I was born, basically. <laughs> I mean, pretty clear. My father had it. I have it. My right. sister has it, right? Dan, that, what do you that, think? That, yeah, well, you know, just depending on who we think Anakin's father is, you know, if if he was manipulated into being or, or whatever, but Anakin grows out of nowhere. And so his son, now his grandson, um, his son and daughter, and now his grandson, 
but obviously, I, obviously, and, and this kind of goes back to some of the discussions you guys had about Ray a while back. If she's Palpatine, the the <laughs> the alpha user of the for, of the Force, if she's descended from that, then she would have a, a higher ability than than other novice Force users, right? Yeah, that 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 makes sense. So I mean, I think uh, Dave, uh, well, so- she, she no longer is a Mary Sue. I think we can <laughs> say right. Well, is it not? Well, is it? Yeah, did she change her status in this movie for you? She did because this is more earned. I I felt like, and actually even showed some training scenes. And it's interesting to, to go back to Dan and maybe your point earlier is that there are they is is the force being concentrated between these two characters? I think maybe is what you were hinting at earlier, maybe right. And that's what's pushing things along far beyond anything we've ever seen before. And that's a really interesting idea. Yeah, no, I think so too. It's uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's 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 a lot there. I mean, it's not just uh, I think because because they they introduced uh, Finn being force sensitive, uh, you know, because he can hold the yeah. lightsaber and because he kind of felt. No, they basically say it in this movie. I mean, not just because he can hold the lightsaber. He 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 uh, says he felt that. Uh, who was it? Um, I forget. Oh no, he felt that that was the ship that was like yeah. the mainframe. Yeah, and then there was something else he says in the movie. Um, and that um, I have to give credit to my wife about this. What? Because uh, she brought this idea to my head when they were sinking, and he says, "Ray, there's one thing I have to tell you." And we think it was that he was going to say that he knows the force or yeah. feels nah, the I've force. Or I, know, right, I, can't, yeah. I can't wait for love. I can't yeah. wait for you. obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not um, very smart, but uh, so yeah. I mean, they're they're yes. Yes, I think you have a better chance if your family's, uh, um, you know, prone to it or your species is prone to it. But also, yes, there you can be nobody and also uh, know the force, have the force. So I found this in a, a very satisfying, highly entertaining film. But I have three basic, three main problems with this film. Um, I'm just going to go just one, two, three. And, and then we're going to deny gonna, all of them. Tell me how stupid I am. So... Uh, one is, I think I maybe hinted at this earlier, life and death don't matter. That's number one. Uh, number two, I've seen this movie before. <laughs> Feels like everything strike me down, all this stuff. I mean, we've, we've, uh, there's all, there's about maybe 10, I can't name all 10, but about 10 times I'm like, yeah, they, they did this. Yeah, they, they say a lot of, uh, the same, they, they recycle a lot. I'll, I'll give you that. Number three is lack of tension. I didn't really feel like anyone was really in danger at any point in that uh i never felt you know gripping the edge of my seat um throughout the film so those are my three and you can feel free to kill me or whatever you want to do <laughs> you just you just scorsese dust there's, yeah, there's a lack of yeah, uh no, right? it's not real cinema uh, no. lack of, of <laughs> emotional tension and no i felt the emotion i just didn't feel like any of the and, I didn't feel like there were any stakes. What's going to happen now? This can't happen. But I felt like it was all going to resolve itself. Well, Let's- the whole thing with uh, Chewie being arrested and then her her blowing up the ship with the light with the force lightning. I leaned over to my wife and said, "Well, Chewie still has to fly with Lando, so he's not dead." Yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> like, I, was I was thinking. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. yeah, the trailers gave away a lot. Actually, as I was watching this movie, I said, "Oh, oh wait, no, this still needs to happen and everything." So the fake Chewie death was <laughs> yeah, a bad the- move. The uh, the Falcon flying in front of that fl- huge fleet, you know, like hadn't seen that yet. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was weird. Um, Why? What? You? I mean, you're really not going to kill this character here. If you are, then just go kill yourself, and I'm going to walk out of the theater. And, then, and you, know, <laughs> you know, I really kind of. It. it I, I love Chewie. I. I wouldn't have wanted him to die, but I would have been okay if they did that there because that would have. That would have really set Ray on this. Like you made know, it really serious parallel path to yeah. to Kylo a lot more. Yeah, I think so too. But th- they would have had to have built up Chewie. What, th- like they would have had to do more with Chewie before that moment. I think. Yeah, he, had, there, he hadn't had much of a story this movie. He just, yeah, <laughs> and you know, especially at that moment. But I I love that scene that we see in the trailer where she like flips over the the Tie Fighter and slices it, and you know that's yeah. Awesome he never scene. got to see the full jump in the trailer. Right, yeah. I uh, thought that was awesome, and then you know, even the you know tug of war they're playing with the ship, and then she eventually uses force lightning. I thought that was uh, a really uh, unique way to do it. Uh, life and death don't matter. Anything in there? To tell me I'm well, done. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It <laughs> doesn't really because everyone you die, you become a force ghost, so it doesn't matter. Like it, that's something that's always been in. I mean, and then Dave, the dead speak, right? Apparently, and yeah. then the whole thing with. I like all the cartoons and everything, so Darth Maul didn't die. Like it's just something that I've oh, always, come kn- on, I've always man. known. Come on, he's dead. Please. He was in Solo after he was definitely chopped in half. Oh, he's, he's dead. So he's been in the films alive and in the cartoons he's alive. <laughs> so it's something I just know. <laughs> I just know it. I Anakin, just know. Anakin really wasn't burnt on the funeral pyre. He somehow walked off of it. And- no, he is dead, but he was a Force ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... Dan, tell me how wrong I am on these three points. <laughs> well, and, and so, is this the first time we've seen a Force Ghost actually lift? He caught the, the lightsaber and well, gave yeah, it back to yeah. her. I think, uh, I think, yes, this is the first time we've seen a Force Ghost actually physically touch something. Well, well why was no, he Yoda, earlier? Why is he only hanging Je- around when Last Jedi to- Yoda was able to make something. Well, he expo- was, yes, he was able to manipulate okay. what was happening, but why actually... Why didn't Luke go to the Sith planet and help? Listen... Uh, Obi Wan yeah. sat on something in, in yes, Return of the Jedi, so they're, at, they're obviously able things. to. Oh, I wish touch we, matter. I wish we had a whole. For, <laughs> I wish we had a whole Force Ghost fight or something. That would have been awesome. Yeah, oh, I was hoping. That'd be amazing. But was, we got a bunch of voices. It was cool hearing those voices. We got Liam Neeson. We got yeah, yeah. Sam Jackson as Mace Windu. Hayden uh, Christensen. Everyone was really under you know the edge of their seats if he was going to appear in the film. Didn't, I didn't notice <laughs> his voice. I didn't, I didn't notice there. a lot of them because the theater I was. The, the audio was pretty crappy. Yeah, I heard a familiar voice, but it must have been him because I, I couldn't. Ahsoka Tano was in there. Yeah, Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. Kanan. I'm, I'm looking at it on IMDb. They've yeah. got uh, Freddie Prince. Yeah, K- uh, he was uh, Kanan, Kanan yeah. from uh, Rebels. Oh, Freddie Prince. That's a sore subject. Do we want to get into that? He's a su- he's a super <laughs> smart Star Wars guy. You ever see him do the trivia? He yeah. he knows more than we do. He does. And we go on one of those trivia shows. We'll bomb if against him. And speak for yourself, all right? Well, um, I'm undefeated in Star Wars uh, Trivial Pursuit. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. That's not nothing nowadays. Yeah. I, there was still a bunch of... Th- there's still so much about this movie to talk about. Like, I, I loved the Luke and Leia training when they were younger. That was cool. That was great. People, people that you know, are big Star Wars nuts know that Leia trained and all this stuff so then to actually see it and so, oh, so every the whole everyone that's seen the movies now knows about it it's pretty cool yeah that was very yeah, cool I totally agree i i thought that was great well, um yeah because i would love to see i think i've said this on another episode i'd love to see you know young leia 
You know, cast it, cast another actress and let her just freaking go wild, you know, and tell that oh, yeah, story. Yeah, um, Millie Bobby Brown is pushing hard for that. Gig. Oh, that oh. would be interesting. Ooh, say, we, already, we have Billy Lord. Bi- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was really, yeah. that was really cool. To the, her, the scene that's that the, she had, yeah. um, she yeah. had a couple lines of dialogue with, you know, with Leia. And, Plus her... Um, She's already canon, Matt. So you, oh, you know, yeah, you, you, couldn't, yeah. you couldn't play. Yeah, let's not mess but with yeah. this canon stuff. And <laughs> if you see, there's some pictures, um, some side by sides of Millie Bobby Brown and young Carrie Fisher, and it's it's photo perfect. Really, she, she could is easily. Well, you don't like her, Matt. Well, she's 11. Well, like I oh, mean, oh, that's the character. She can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see her as anything else. She's kind of been. She's. I think she's going to end up getting stuck with this role. Yeah. No, no, I think I, she's. That's how I feel. But. I, I think she's a great actress, and I think she's going to be in a lot more stuff. Well, I, I mean, it doesn't matter who plays it, but I think we're both, we're all on board for the story, right? Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, so but she didn't complete. I would. So I don't know. Did that? Did that sort of pigeonhole us now? Because she doesn't. I would have been nice if maybe she was like a secret Jedi or something. I think she was. I mean, she yeah, ended up being one with the Force. Okay, she could fly like Mary Poppins. She could. <laughs> 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 that she could. Well, you don't have to be like certified stamped Jedi, right? You can still be a Force user and have right. a lightsaber. So yeah, but she realized that there was, but she couldn't stop it though. You know, this is right. always the problem. You know? know, you get these premonitions, you get these visions of a bad thing that's going to happen, and nothing you do, the, it, there is a certain bit of fate in all these stories. When you guys agree, you know, the, all right? You can't prevent the obviously Anakin is the biggest example. You know, he, he by him trying to change his fate, he actually made it. Right. You know. Yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, no one seems to learn their lesson, so I don't know what the answer is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, and her big, her bigger calling was to the Republic, not to the yeah. Force. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, then Bloodline is a great book, which I always mention. Definitely read that if you're into the Star Wars politics. Go for it. Um, what? I'm in town. Give it to me. Oh. <laughs> I have a digital copy. 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 Anything else in this movie, guys? I mean, obviously. I just, I I mean, just thought it was uh, it was uh, nice of of young sand living uh, you know slave Anakin Skywalker to to abide by you know Republic code. In in building his 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 droid that didn't speak Sith, the, it's like, oh, like yeah. an OSHA code that he had that he had right. to follow from his Radio Shack kit or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because yeah, Anakin's the one that built him as a little kid. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, do we have time for my gripes on the final battle? Or uh, yes, Dave. Yeah, let's keep your gripes. <laughs> well, then we, then we, we still got to give our rankings and all that stuff. For, uh, first of all, I loved how Lando came in at the even if it was was last minute. I loved how he came to, in at the end because I I thought when they made the call in Last Jedi for people to come, I I had a strong feeling Lando was going to come and be one of the people that came, and then no one came. Um, and then so yeah, this movie yeah, kind of made up for it a little. When all those ships came in, I was one of the people. One of the only people in the theater that clapped because yeah. I was all excited. You're a theater clapper. <laughs> yes. You're a theater oh, clapper. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> um, so, yeah, get what your gripes, Dave. Well, we've got a million ships and we can't use them. Well, that was great. This big shiny object of this massive fleet and we need, they're all, you know, they, can, they can't move except for one single tower. Well, no one knew where the planet was. Why, why? Why aren't the ships just out in orbit? It would have been, you know, a lot cheaper to run them. Instead, they're stuck <laughs> in an atmosphere where they can't move. I don't think money has anything. <laughs> well, what? What's the reason why they're stuck? Oh, actually, in a- yeah. Why did they explain that? 
No, not really. They're just there. <laughs> so they're just there. <laughs> they're just, just there. They're not flying <laughs> around. It's a massive no. fleet. That's terrifying. Well, that's how they have horses running on the ships because that was something people complained about in the trailer. How can you have horses running in zero gravity? Well, they were still on a planet where the gravity was still. And they could all breathe out there. Yeah, there was no masks or Mystery solved. Right. Very much solved. <laughs> Very strange to me, Dan. Am I wrong? No, it, it's uh, <laughs> so. Were they were they under ice at first before he gave the fleet to Kylo? It seemed like it. Yeah. yeah. No damage done. I don't know what's <laughs> no happening damage. here. I don't yeah. understand because <laughs> it's secret. It's a secret planet. Just send them up and let them just float, and then right. we could, if someone comes into, into orbit, we just destroy them immediately. But we can't have that. We need to set ourselves up for a fatal weakness. Yeah, all of these uh, <laughs> ships are planet killers. So. <laughs> and and you've got a couple hundred thousand people in that arena where where Palpatine is is hanging out. Yeah, right? who are those people? And and who, where is this crew? All these crews. No one knows where this planet exists <laughs> except for the million people who live there. You don't someone have to had ship to build some them. like food out there or something yeah what are they doing <laughs> well th- you know this actually brings up something interesting which is it's it's not a part of my i've seen this movie before but maybe a little bit but where essentially you have a it, it, is there a way to move past this and this is just a total open question not a critique or anything but you have your main force power users basically fight you know facing off into some in some setting and then beyond that up into the sky is a space battle Right. Yeah, and they go back and forth right. between the. Yeah, yeah. They they've done that. Yeah, I mean, they did that every in movie. Empire. <laughs> they did that in Jedi. They yeah. Essentially, there's a right. back and forth. Yes. It's not a critique on it, but is right. there another way to do this? Did anybody have any anything off the top of their head? Is there you know because it, you know because the space battle is sort of it's sort of inconsequential in a sense. Right. You know, the main thing is what's going on between. Yeah, because we're interested in the human yeah, story Luke and not Vader just, and the Emperor or right. Ray and Kylo and the Emperor. <laughs> or whomever, but so just, or Yoda and the Emperor and Obi Wan versus exactly. So <laughs> curious if anyone has any. I'm just throwing this out there. If anyone, because I, I this is one of those things we've seen a lot. Is there another way to maybe do these things? I don't know. I yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I, I, I we'll find out in another movie, yeah. in a different part of the of the of the universe. I, I mean, so. they, I think that's just the way to. I mean, I don't that's know. Storytelling. That's just yeah. how it's. That's how it's been, and yeah, every. That's how it is, and everything. They and did that in Lord of the Rings. I mean, they do. They, yeah. they, they go back and forth. Uh, yeah, you like know. you had that awesome battle there in in the second Lord of the Rings, right? And they kept jumping from there to Frodo running around. It's like I could care less about Frodo. Get me back to and the battle. Right. Yeah. Although in the third Lord of the Rings, sorry to spoil you, uh, Ben, but. It, that was essentially all to, the battles were mostly to say, well, at least the final battle was to save time for Frodo. But yeah, so anyways, yeah. but I, I'm curious there if there's an, I, I want to see something a little different. I'd like to, yeah. them to do it, but yeah, if it, there is but, one, if but not, you're right. Then, yeah, it's always a space battle and then lightsaber battle. Uh, I love, you know, Ben coming in, you know, to fight the Knights of Ren. We still didn't get any answers about the Knights of Ren and what fine. they it are. Didn't need you it know. It, yeah, it, I mean, this movie was jam packed. Didn't really was, matter. <laughs> There was no room to put them in, you know, to explain it. Palpatine shooting lightning up into the sky. I thought that was awesome. Fifty thousand feet. What I love that. This is crazy. I love that. <laughs> I don't care. I I love that. But it's, it's, I mean, at this point in the movie, Dave. within the universe, just just embrace it. You know? Dave, I loved it. You loved it. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. it. Just Dan, did you love it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I loved it too. So three against one. No, I, I loved it too. <laughs> no, Dave, you can't go hey, back no. and say okay, that. Okay, sorry, I hated it. <laughs> I have to hate everything. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, uh, again, great moment. Uh, we already talked about, yeah, the Force goes talk to her and you know bring her back and say, I, you know, I can't wait for the power. next movie when Palpatine comes back. Go ahead, Matt. I have a gripe. No, about wow, this movie you have is a gripe. how come? No, how come Star Wars always has some kind of almost a racial thing like you go down to this sand planet and you have these indian like characters dancing around doing this little dance that's like totally i'm not saying it's just totally like india you had the trade federation were oriental you had wado who was like a jewish guy like you have all these (laughs) i know but they have some bad like how do they get away with that? He's like, going to the ventilation yes. shaft. <laughs> but the, uh, I, I yeah, don't know. It's it, that part right. was kind of weird. Like at first, I thought they were African, and I'm like, nope, nope, they're playing them as well, Indian. Well, you got to draw from something on Earth. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you're 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 going to a foreign planet. Well, they definitely. You're right. Yeah, it is interesting. Distinct cultures and ethnicities, and uh, yes, well, they were almost like elephant people. Yeah, certainly inspired by India. I don't know. I mean, I don't get that away was with something it, but... I thought was weird, and it was kind of like, Ugh, yeah. This yeah. Weird. I mean, I think it was one way, you know, for them just to say, like, it, have someone ask who Ray is, and then she says, oh, I don't have a last name, and then we, you know, yeah, find so maybe, all that they should have gave her a name, like Solo just got a name. Yeah. Dan, this one's for you. How how best should Star Wars handle different races and ethnicities so as not to offend us on here on Earth? <laughs> <laughs> Can you solve this problem for us? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> when we figure out how to defend ourselves here on Earth, we'll, uh, we'll let Star Wars go. Um, I, I think you – I mean they, they made them another species. So uh, yeah, there's, there's – I mean like you said, they're going to have to pull culturally from the – the right. right. of colors we have. This is just science you know? fiction, guys. Yeah, come on, guys. <laughs> come on, Matt. I know, but my, my gripes are just as pointless as Dave's. So <laughs> There you go. There you have it. Wow, thanks. There you have it, Dave. Uh, So thinking ahead, I'm thinking about the buried lightsabers at the very end. Yeah, next movie. I'm thinking about, yeah, where the next movie is going to come from. There isn't a next movie, remember? You could be a thousand years in the the future. They find these, so it's kind of tied to Skywalker, but its own story. I love that. I love that touch of bringing back to force awakens her roots when she was a, a scavenger and she kind of sleds down that that uh sand you know sand hill into that into that compound that we have no idea how big it is i want to know all about this compound how big was it what the hell is moisture farming <laughs> you and your aunt Baru's compound are we so are we supposed to take away that she's gonna live there now or is she just i didn't get that yeah I, I thought she, i didn't get that she would live there now um uh yeah okay. i i didn't get that you dave no i didn't think so either i mean it's it's yeah i wasn't sure I, and i was just kind of taking it all in i that was one of the things i walked away not quite clear on is did she is this her kind of i've done my part and now i'm going back to basically the equivalent of jakku yeah maybe not so dismissing it so fast because that woman appears to her she's like who you are who are you and you know leia and, and luke appear to her as force ghosts essentially being like we're your parents you know you know figuratively surrogates sort of in a sense so it, does she i don't think she has a reason to stay there but yeah it did feel like she wasn't just there was something more there than just I'm dropping off these lightsabers and I'm gonna, and I'm going to leave. I'm not saying she's going to stay there forever, but yeah. And I did like that her her lightsaber was made yes, for yeah, because that was speculated yeah, from oh, the I didn't the even amber pay attention well, to that. By the, way. the what? The amber. Yeah, yeah that's that was great, cool. Great that choice. Cool. Yeah, I didn't even notice it yeah. was a bow staff. I know the toy 
the toy that came out, it, something comes out of it, but I didn't realize at the yeah. end of the movie that's what that, that was. was. That's been speculated ever since, uh, like, The Force Awakens images of her with the staff. Like, oh, is, is that going to be, like, a, is she going to turn that into a lightsaber? And, yeah, they... They they do they do, um man there yeah but yeah there's so much so much in this I gotta movie. see it again <laughs> I know now now I got that whole scene I have to st- watch is really tight now yeah. everything you guys are wanting in a I mean this saga is over we're sort of a free for all anyone no, can I sort think of say it's over want. no no but yeah but moving on to the next saga next I, chapter I want to go back in time or do I think I think because of the lightsabers being buried there's no way they're not. Yeah, touching on that, that left them a, that's a like to pull. that just said this is our next trilogy then the I skywalker it, trilogy isn't over or I, know, saga I, just, isn't I know but they're just not going to call it episode one two three they're gonna it's gonna be its own well, thing we, of, yeah years in the future it's if you know if harrison force 90 you can't bring him back on screen right kill me there's just no there's no <laughs> way there's no way they buried those lightsabers for no reason okay. uh dan do you want to go backward or forward i i want to go backward i want to i want to see hundreds of sith against hundreds of jedi and and game of thrones type yep. yes you know hundred uh, percent that's, yes. that's what i want too but i don't i just yeah i'm uh i'm good with just tv too though i'm i'm lo- loving the mandalorian i'm i'm so excited about obi-wan coming out even uh the cassian and k2so series i think that's gonna be great uh seeing their start and everything so arguably the best um, droid yes arguably <laughs> we can we can argue about that let's argue <laughs> um <laughs> except for this this little droid that had PTSD yeah, really? and, uh, yeah. i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> oh man Dio. poor little guy he was he was he was better than i thought he would be <laughs> oh no thank no, you thank you right. <laughs> uh, something i mentioned in the mandalorian episode uh is the importance of droids in the, in the star wars universe they are maybe the most humanizing aspects of all of the films they are you know, many ways would give us a little bit of chuckles and emotion. They're, they're sort of a cross between children and pets. Yeah. Star Wars universe is very strange. George Lucas created a very sexless universe. Yeah. Romance is hard to come by. And if we get it, it's strange. We don't I get hate offspring. Sand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so irritating. The, the droids sort of seem to fill that emotional void. No, yeah. I mean, you're 100% right. I mean, they. I think they bring, uh, as ironic as it sounds, they bring heart to the movie. They bring the, you know, needed humor. They bring uh, that you know like you were saying earlier the friendship you know to the to the to the movies so uh they're almost like pets in a sense right. you know so um i wouldn't mind a droid movie yeah let's do it we're let's like do they're a droid the main movie. like the the main main character obviously there's gonna be right. more than just droids but that wouldn't be that'd be kind of uh, cool yeah i think so too maybe a droid finds love well the one the one that in solo she seemed to Find yeah. love in Lando. Yeah, that's true. It's bizarre. I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anyways, the uh, the kiss, the final, the final scene, or almost not the final scene, but the most dramatic scene was maybe maybe the kiss. I found it a little. I didn't feel like there was a romance there. I felt the connection, but not necessarily romantic. But, right. Uh, I, maybe I'm wrong there. I didn't think the kiss was earned. For oh, me. I thought they were caught in the moment, and it was. They had found the. Con- they've been slowly getting the connection, and everyone's been talking about her, Ray and Kylo. But you know, when she, it, it felt like her energy toward him changed when he when she called him Ben, and 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 realized that he had been redeemed, and and I think because there was an attraction and something, I feel like there there has been this spark between them, through at least through Last Jedi, um, as the two of them were, you know, I think she thought she could 
could pull him back to the to the light. And um and so when he finally was there, I think maybe that was So she yeah. saw the real person that she thought that she was talking to the whole time and he's finally there and then everything just sort of exp- like that all that emotion pours out like at well, once. Yeah, cuz I, I think she yeah, she even says like yeah. she, you know, she, when she grabbed out wanted to touch his hand, she wanted to t- touch Ben's hand, not right. Kyla's yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I can I see think, that. Yeah. I think that's what it was. I liked it. I, I like I I, th- I just think it would have been more impactful for me if he just kind of died in her arms and didn't like I, I don't know I, I mean he it didn't kind, ruin it for he me kind but, of did <laughs> well he just fell backwards and my unfortunately my theater had an audible laugh when he fell back and died because <laughs> that's terrible it, it was a, no I mean it was a weird beat like I didn't laugh but it was it definitely was a weird beat yeah. in the movie like we need to see it again kiss he smiles and then he just falls back. Uh yeah um and then yeah she there died was, with her eyes open which was kind of weird I felt well, did you feel like, th- that happens no? in a lot of movies Dave, does, and but in real have life. you ever seen a real death no well, it happens whatever way it happens yeah okay well what are you have you seen people die every day I've seen a, enough I'm about living in the streets <laughs> no I've seen I'm enough. from Detroit man <laughs> <laughs> um all right so real quick let's just uh, final thoughts on the movie and ratings and just how you. F- feel this was uh, a con- uh how you feel about the conclusion to the saga matt let's start with you all right uh final feelings after i saw it it checked off every box for me i've always since force awakens i wanted to see uh ray's lineage and everything i expected her to have one i uh liked everything they did with all the characters i mean for so our uh, last Jedi kind of messed some things up for me, but I think it's uh, wrapped it up well. It gave me all of the Star Wars feels that I wanted from Episode One to Episode Nine. So I mean, I uh, I came out of that movie wanting to see it instantly again. I don't think I haven't felt like that in a Star Wars movie in a while. Even Force Awakens, I loved, but I wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna go see this today. Like, go get me a ticket for the same day. So yeah. this movie was. Amazing, I uh, I I I appreciate those feelings. Uh, even Solo, which you loved very much. Oh, I love Solo, but this was way more than Solo. Yes, 100%. are you prepared to give a rating? Or oh, I'm prepared to give a rating. Yeah. We can do that. We can be done. Yeah, with go ahead. We can be done ra- with me. Uh, I give this. <laughs> Come back to you. What oh, no, we can be all right. Yeah, give your rating. I give this, There's no getting uh, rid of you. So five stars, five buckets of popcorn. Oh wow! My first That's five insane. and five. Your first five and five. Wow. Uh, Dan, uh, final thoughts on the trilogy, final thoughts on the saga, and what's, uh, how you would rate this film. It's funny. When we went in on, on – we saw it on Saturday early afternoon. Um, and so it was really hard to stay kind of off the grid through it all. And my anxiety was like ratcheting up as I was getting closer. And then that Lucasfilm flashed. And, and I, I had like like – you know, chills. I, I was, I, I was, I was, I was like, we have two and a half hours to finish this thing, and there's so much left hanging. Um, and then, you know, obviously in true JJ form, he he gave us some new questions to to ponder. He answered some of the ones we had, didn't answer others, and threw a couple of new ones out into the uh, into the ether. But um, I I just just like. Like you said, I I feel like it checked the boxes off. It 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 cleanly um, finished the story. It gave justification for some of the things that didn't make sense before. Um, I thought the Leia thing was handled beautifully. 
um, which was a really big piece. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go four and a half, four and a half. Nice. Look at that. Five and five, four and a half, four and a half. Dave, final thoughts on the trilogy, <laughs> oh, final no. thoughts on the saga. <laughs> oh no. Final a, thoughts yeah, and uh rating. Terrible. Hated it. No. Uh I certainly enjoyed this film. I think it was a, a good wrap up. Except from the beginning, I didn't really think I wanted this trilogy because I thought the story was over. And I'm sort of dealing with this idea of what is a Star Wars movie. I've been and I've been talking to Ben off offline on the show, and maybe this maybe is another podcast about what exactly are these films and how am I supposed to interpret them as a as a critic, as a viewer. And we've had these chats, right? Right. Yeah. So, but maybe we don't need to go into all this detail now. But um, I struggle with the idea of how possible is it? How many times do I get a truly great Star Wars movie? And maybe it's We've had 11 in total, and maybe you're not going to – on balance, you're a minority of the time are you going to get an actually truly great film, and the rest of it is going to be very popcorn heavy. Are these popcorn films? I don't know. But <laughs> I still liked it. I liked the story. I thought it wrapped it up really well. I thought they did a great job. As, as I mentioned, maybe my biggest thing was getting the cast together and feeling a real bond, that friendship. The droids were great. We had a, a legit bad guy, the best – I mean, the best bad guy maybe there is – and we finally killed him off, we think, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> we, we thought that in 1983. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but just to say, I, do, I think maybe there's, there's, there's another conversation about Star Wars and what it means later, but I'll, I'll, we'll hold that off. I think in terms of stars, I'm going to give this thing three stars and five buckets of popcorn. I don't think I can... I don't think I can give this thing a higher star in comparison, although I do love it, but it is highly entertaining. It is two and two and a half hours of nonstop entertainment and some real heart and some great action. And it this was Star Wars. After that disaster of The Last Jedi, this was real Star Wars. So thank God we got a good good conclusion to this. I'm going to hand it off to you, Ben. And, uh, you know, just so everyone is aware, Dave does not do partial stars or popcorn. No so, so three to a four, you know. Right, yeah. You know, he, he could have done three and a half, you know. Hey, I, I, I could have. But but, I but I don't do that. <laughs> I don't do that. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I mean, we talk about Star Wars feels. And I kind of, I feel like... I kind of came to this conclusion the other day. Yeah, that's kind of what I go off of when going into a Star Wars film. I don't look at it as another movie. Star Wars has been a part of my life, my whole life. It's its know? own thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's its own thing. Yeah. Like, I, like you, like Matt and Dan said, like the Star Wars feels. Like, did this movie give it to me? Last Jedi, Force Awakens. When I walked out of the theater, I was smiling ear to ear. Last Jedi, I didn't get the feels as much. This movie, it gave me the Star Wars feels. Like, it's, it's, it's. I, I look at these as a totally different than I would watch Joker or Irishman or you know any of these you know movies that are coming out this year, which I love, but. You know, I, I look at it in a different lens. It's it's you know, it's almost not a movie to me. It's part of my life. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I thought it wrapped up the trilogy very well. Uh, you could tell that uh, you know they didn't have a plan for this trilogy all along, um, uh, which is kind of disappointing. Abrams should have just done all three, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Which is kind of, yeah. So that's kind of disappointing, but um, that's probably my my gripe is that they don't have a Kevin Feige, Feige who is like, they, I, I know Kathleen Kennedy. I, 
is yeah. kind of overseeing, but I don't feel like she's in the story um, oh, at the at the yeah. granular level the way he is. Hundred percent. That's the difference. It, and it's amazing that Disney has allowed these two monster franchises to operate. Right, 100%. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Kevin Feige is so hands-on, and Kathleen Kennedy's just like, you know, oh, yeah, she's do what you per- want to yeah, do. She's uh, a producer. A middle yeah. movie by J.J. <laughs> Abrams could have changed this thing dramatically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Even if this knows? movie was the same. Yeah. You know, you could have gotten more context, more character building, more hints about more explanations. You know, yeah. there's only so much time to wrap this thing up. And so we, they, they as we well, said, Ben, that, sorry, but they, they almost sort of just negated what they, the last, you know, the last movie, which is really not good. Yeah. No, <laughs> you know? no, yeah, 100%. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, again, I thought uh, uh, it gave me the Star Wars feels that shot at the end of her and BB 8 standing in front of, I would have liked it to have just been her. Uh, instead of her and BB-8, but whatever. Um, but her and BB-8 standing in front of the twin sons, yeah. such a ch- gamey chills, you know, with the music and everything. Uh, so yeah, I give this movie uh, four stars and five buckets of popcorn. Entertaining the whole way through. Uh, you know, it just uh, yeah, again, hit me in the Star Wars feels. It's uh, it's more again, Star Wars is is more than movies to me. It's just it's just again part of my life. So. It's life. <laughs> Star Wars is life. You know? This is the way. This, this is the way. <laughs> this is the way. Oh man, this is. Oh, I, I have spoken. I have. Spoken. I don't say it as good as Dan does, but yeah. I have spoken. <laughs> the trademark Dan's "I have spoken," which is on every single Disney Plus ending, which I'm thinking is Disney Plus. Star Wars talk. Yeah, that's essentially what <laughs> right. it is. Pretty much so, so, far. so far. I mean, there's some, there's some, you could, I mean, I don't even know what, um, this isn't really the right time. Go for it. I don't even know, I don't know what you could talk about on Disney Plus. He wants your right Noel now. deep dive. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you could do, on, you, you could do Encore, but I don't it's think you guys, movie. I don't think you guys are musical theater guys. I, 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 I think, oh, you don't I, know. I could talk about it. That'd be fun. Oh, but, God. Um, I've done like three of the shows that they've re, 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 Mounted. <laughs> Remounted. Yeah, me, me, and, me and Dan will do our the encore episodes by there ourselves without you two. That Imagineering, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's good stuff. Imagineering was good, but like I don't I don't know how you would talk on a podcast about that. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't like, have a podcast. Yeah, like, no you, yeah, do, Matt, you, you don't you don't know. I know I don't, but like you could do you could do some of the movies just every once in a while. Pull out an old movie from the vault and just right, do yeah. it. But that's blockbuster mentality at the same time. So it's like that's true. Well, Maybe well, we should double dip and just release them both on blockbuster mentality. It's just all, yeah, it's just like Disney Plus. Plus talk is. I mean, I love it that you guys are trying to do it, but it's just. We need more original content. Okay, Matt. Okay. Thank from, you. No, I'm saying from Disney. <laughs> no, you're right. You're I'm right. Just, you're right. I mean, you're right. That your guys are doing what you can, but there's not that much to talk about. Well, one thing we'll never lose is is uh, is Dan's I have spoken clear. Oh, yeah, I have that great. forever. It yep. will always be used. It will always be used. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. Let's wrap up the show. Uh, Matt, it's been a pleasure uh, having you as always oh, on Blockbuster Mentality. It's always uh, a pain in the ass Dave, to have you here. Dave, thanks so much. <laughs> Are we done yet, Dave? Is this over? <laughs> so, Dan, where can uh, the people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dan Franco. Franco with a K. Franco with the K. And uh, I'm on Instagram, DanFranco11. There you go. Excellent. That's it. And uh, Matt? I'm on Twitter, at Matt Secord. I'm trying to get more into it. Dave, uh, you're at 
Dave underscore Quist. Where I am I? Am. You are at uh, at BC Cord. Wow, very good. We are at Blockbuster Cast, and uh, we can go ahead and uh, get this show on the road. You can follow. No, finally, sh- are, we, are we done yet? We're getting there, Dan. We're, uh, we, to we're gonna go ahead and uh, get ask you guys to. I mean, we're almost as long as. Yeah, long. We're, we're getting there. Uh, well, we can check out our sister podcast, as we mentioned, as Matt completely took a large bear-sized dump on uh, at Disney Plus Talk. At Disney Plus Talk, please. Uh, Review us on iTunes. Review us on uh, Twitter. We got a lot of more us. shows than it's just so The bad. Mandalorian. Yep, that is true. We got big, uh, big, big plans. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, let's. <laughs> wrap it up. We're we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show <laughs> now. Time. Um, let's uh, let's get this thing ah, moving. This is not the ending you're looking for. Oh, the show now. Let's go ahead and end the show. Uh, Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Thank Dan, bye bye. Dan, thanks so much for joining us on this. Uh, Dan, you're amazing. <laughs> thanks yep. for having me, guys. And, uh, all right, for Dave and Matt and Dan, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. Yeah.